So what if I told you that I want you to fail? Well, I don't want you to be a failure, but I want you to fail. That would freak you out, right? Like, you don't like me? Why would you all say that about me? But I have been learning about failing and looking back on my experience, looking on how far I have come, I have realized, and also by learning from so many books, so many people, so many mentors and coaches, I have learned that failure is a part of life. Yet failure is that thing that feels so bad you want to avoid it with everything that is within you. At the same time you need it. And so what do you do? So today we're going to talk about failure and a few good reasons why it is great. This is a base place for ambitious people who are taking charge of their lives, making that income, making that impact, and living fulfilling lives. And today we're talking about a few good reasons why failure is great. Basically, why you should embrace failing. Let's start with an example. Think of a child. They're born, they're pretty, cute, and all that, but they know very little. They are not capable. They're small, we understand that, but they begin to grow. And their growth process means that they fail a lot. Think about the time a child learns to walk. How many times do they fail before they get it right? Actually, think about the time they get to learn how to be potty trained. That is a trying time. As a mother of two, I, I know how that goes. They fail and fail and fail before they get it right. Now think about you growing up. You in school, in your career. Was failure ever celebrated? Was failure ever encouraged? No, it wasn't. And therefore we built this relationship with failure where we avoid it at all costs. As a bright student in school, I never ever wanted to see a B on my grades. I never wanted to be told that I failed. Even if I got, let's say 90, I was looking at things I failed at and thinking, how did I fail this? What can I do to make sure I don't fail? See, so we avoid failure as much as possible, yet for a child, it is expected that they should fail in order for them to become Right? And if we take that same mindset and apply it to life, you realize that we have to fail in order to become. You won't be good at math just magically. You have to fail even the simplest problems like one plus one, you might think seven, you might think 12, before you actually learn how to calculate right. That is the process of life. Yet, we have been trained to refrain from it. So let me share about me. Going through school, I did so well. I would fail here and there, but it was never that kind of failing where parents would be concerned or teachers would be concerned. Till I got to my chartered accountancy exams, I wrote four subjects and I passed one. I was very playful. I would say a little arrogant as well, where I was so used to passing, I just thought, I don't need to study. This is just one of those things I'll pass. And I failed miserably and that hurt because I paid my own money all through uni. I was sponsored by the government. And before that, I didn't understand much about fees and stuff, but this was the first time I had a job. It wasn't well paying. So I was calculating every penny, but yet there I was. After I paid for these four exams, I passed one exam. And the challenge in that situation was that my company was only willing to pay back the money for the subjects I had passed. So that was really, really frustrating and I hated it. I was so determined to make sure that I would never fail again. So I took the exams again and never failed. But you see, that's the relationship with failure, avoiding it. 
not really stopping to say, okay, what happened here? Or to embrace it as part of life. It is something to be resisted. And I have learned over time that when you resist failure, you are actually also resisting success. I am not a good swimmer. I cannot drown, but I cannot swim. I would love to be an amazing swimmer. I don't want to compete or anything, but I just want to get into the water, do a pretty little dive and do these backstrokes and freestyle and, and everything. I just want to do it flawlessly and just look like a swan. <laughs> but what I do when I'm swimming is not that, okay? So with that relationship I had had with failure, I went through my career, didn't fail again really, till I decided I wanted to swim. I wanted to swim and I failed. I remember my coach saying, what are you doing? Can we try again? Her being so frustrated and I thinking, I, I can't do this. I can't do this because I don't want to fail. I don't want to do something that challenges me and I'm like, okay, I am failing. She shows me what to do and I do the complete opposite. I don't know. My body is doing its own thing. My fear is coming up. There's a lot happening. I can't manage it. So you know what I wanted to do? Quit. It was easy to quit. It was easy to postpone it because I was like, I don't want to deal with it. Actually, I have so much going on. I can't be swimming right now. But that reflects the relationship with failure. If I want to be a swimmer and there are positives for me being a swimmer. There are so many good things that will come out of that. But if I don't face my fear of failure, my fear of starting again or being a student, then I never get to learn that. And that applies to all aspects of life, really. In your career, in your school, in your business, in your relationships, you're going to fail. But failure only becomes negative if that's the end of the story. That you tried something, you failed, that's it. But if you try and fail, try and fail, try and fail, you'll find that there are so many positives that come into it. So today I want us to just go a little bit into how we can learn to love failure how we can learn to embrace failing and then learn from it and come back stronger, better, and more capable. Let's do it. Number one, failure is inevitable. Understand that you can't avoid it. If you're going to learn anything in life, like I showed you, even riding a bike, even walking with a child, all those things will require a person to fail first before they master it. And that is with every new thing that you are going to do in life. So if you want to get promoted, you're going to be in a new role. You can't expect just kill it and slay it and do amazingly. You're going to struggle. You're going to have issues. But you're going to win if you don't give up. If you just say, okay, I'm going to learn on the job. I'm going to manage the failures. I'm going to move forward stronger. Then you become that kind of person who is say, oh, they can adjust so many situations. Oh, they learn fast. Oh, they win. They're champions. But you have the marks of failure on you. Like any fighter, if they fought so many battles and won, you find that they have marks. They were hurt. They failed to defend their face. But they survived. So they kept going. They failed to defend their arm. They failed to run as fast as they could. So they have those marks on their bodies, wounds that prove that they were in a battle. But it doesn't mean that their failure to defend themselves, that they failed or they're not capable. They're being trained and they're becoming better and better. So you have to understand it's inevitable for you to be hurt. It is inevitable for you to slip and fall. It is inevitable for you to make a mistake. It is inevitable for you to fail. But it only becomes negative if you sit in that failure and think, oh, this is it. Right? So when you understand that it is inevitable, that means you're not super shocked. You know, one of the hardest things you get when you're fighting is that somebody hits you and you weren't expecting that kind of intensity or that kind of a hit. Somebody is small and you're thinking, I'm just going to hit them once and twice. Okay, I'm going to fight them, but hey, hit them once or twice and they'll be down. And they hit you and you're like shocked. You didn't expect it. Even more so when somebody hits you from behind. 
and you just walk in, somebody hits you, you can faint, not because of the pain, but because of the surprise, right? So when you don't expect failure, you think, oh, I'm going to go through life and avoid it as much as possible. When it hits you, it hits you hard, and so you struggle to come back. You feel so many negative feelings. You're like, how can I fail? And it becomes a whole, a whole episode. In actual sense, what you should do is, I failed, okay. So how am I going to do this? What did I learn from this? Am I doing this again? Or should I take this lesson into another perspective, into another scenario? See, failure is inevitable. It is not a negative thing. So get that into your head and expect it. Number two, failure sucks. It really does. It really does. I'm not saying all this to say, oh, failure is, just feels amazing. Just say, oh, I failed. Like, come on. No, it sucks. When you're playing in a game, if you have played sports before and you fail, it hurts. And one thing I used to do in the past is if we fail back to back, I quit. I don't want to fail anymore. That meant I would never be a champion. I would never win because I never wanted to participate. Failure sucks. But when you understand the good that will come from it, the lessons that will come from it, the inevitability of it, and that you will survive and be shaped by it, then you can heal from it. When you understand that it's not the end, it's not like, you know, a bail, like a boom, this is it. No, failure just redirects you. Failure is temporary. And if you're committed to continue on your path, it sucks. You can cry a little bit, you can walk away, but come back into the game and keep going. It sucks, feels terrible. It's okay to feel those feelings. It's okay to deal with those feelings. Just don't stay in those feelings forever. Okay, it sucks. Acknowledge it. Now shake it off and let's move forward. Number three, failure trains you. It really does. I talked about a fighter, you know, a warrior. If they fail to defend their face and they're hurt on their eye or something like that, next time they know how to defend. They know which parts they're weak in. So they might avoid them altogether or they might seek company that supports them in those weak areas. It trains you. It shows you that you're not all in all. It shows you that you have weaknesses that you can strengthen and then you have those weaknesses that you need to avoid altogether. It trains you to understand where you are in this world, where your place is in this world, and how you can position yourself to rise to the top. This is why in games like team sports, you find other people are defenders, other people are strikers. Those are different strengths that they're bringing to the table. Failure has trained them. You might think, oh, I'm going to be a defender, that's my role. And then you see how you defend, you're like, okay, I think I am faster, so I should be upfront. And I do crazy things with the ball. Maybe I should be upfront. I'm talking about football here, soccer. <laughs> so you see, it trains you when you fail. If you don't try, you don't fail. You never know, and you never become a champion in your field, in your area of expertise, in your relationships, wherever you are operating and wherever you seek success. You have to allow failure to train you. Failure keeps you humble. Ooh, this I'll share my personal experience. I quit my job as an accountant to follow my dream of building an entrepreneurial empire. So I built a farm. Now in that farm, I had read so much, I had done research and being an accountant, I had projections. I had focus one, focus two, plan A to Z. I had all these plans. And anybody who came and tried to know oh, this might not work, this, I would be like, mm -mm, you don't understand. So looking back, I was kind of stubborn, arrogant with all this. But I went to the ground, I started working. Girl was on fire, I was pushing, pushing, and I 
failed miserably. I got back up, tried again and failed again. Go back up, tried again and failed again. You know what that taught me? Humility. I now was able to sit down and listen to people. I was now able to sit down and then think about things. I was able to keep my dreams small and say, maybe I need to practice first before I just do this whole empire at one go. I learned how to manage my time. I learned how to acknowledge other people. I learned how to be patient. I learned how to walk away. I learned so much from failing, kept me humble. And humility is such a valuable asset in your character. It will attract the right people. It will help you make the right connections, build the right teams, build the right relationships. Go further because people enjoy working with a person who is not all about themselves. And that's what failure will do for you. It's hard to manage success because it gets you ahead. You think we know it, we are able to do this. But when you fail, you could even go like, okay, yeah, maybe, uh, could you help me? You start asking for help. It's such a beautiful thing to be humble and failure does that really, really well. Failure also purifies your vision. That means that everybody can want everything. You know, like I said, I wanted to build an entrepreneurial empire. So many people want that. But you see, when failure comes, it tests how much you want it. It tests your vision to say, do you really, really want this? And I saw how much I failed in other businesses and quit quickly. That showed me that my vision was not pure in that area. You know, sometimes you start something just for the wrong reasons. You're seeing somebody who's doing it. Sometimes you just want the money. Sometimes you just want a quick win. Sometimes whatever reason you're doing something is not right. When you fail, it will test that desire, that vision. It will test that ambition. Is it coming from a good place or not? People who fail and keep going are purifying their vision. They're going to make adjustments to their vision. They might say, okay, maybe I'm not going to build an empire in two years. Maybe I need 15 years. Maybe I need 20 years. Maybe I need five more years. It is purifying them. It is making them better. It is purifying not only the vision, but also their character. They become more empathetic. They become more realistic. Of course, they are optimistic because they want to meet their goals, but they also become these people where you can acknowledge the fact that, okay, it's going to be hard. Okay, this is challenging, but how can we overcome? So failure purifies so much. It sifts. So many people can say, okay, who wants to make $10 million? Everybody will raise their hands and say, okay, so what it means is we're going to climb mountains, we're going to run here, we're going to swim here, we're going to fight these lions, and everybody will be like, okay, all right. Other people will go, others will say, okay, uh, do we get training for this? Others will say, no. When you say, no, there'll be no training, others will walk away, others will stay. You see, that is purification. It scares you, failure scares you, shakes you up, and then you're like, I really want it. And when you want something so bad and you defeat one failure after another, after another, it builds your character. It builds that vision so much that it becomes something worth fighting for. Basically in that situation, failure shows you what you really want and what you're really made of. I love this one. Failure purifies your circle. Yes, it does. Not everyone who's around you wants to be around you for the good reasons. Others are around you for a season, but other people you need to shake off, okay? They were great in primary school, maybe you were bonding, maybe in that first job, even in that 10th job, whatever it is. There are people who stick to you through life that shouldn't. And sometimes you're the one sticking to them. So what failure does is shake that circle, purify that circle. 
you know and so you'll be able to understand the character of the people around you you'll be able to understand who is able to come with you on the journey to your ambition or to your goal you'll be able to see people for who they really are or expose that friendship so if somebody is in your life just to benefit from you when you fail the benefit is gone they are gone too there are other people who wish you well so they want to live life with you. They want to support you through life. You go through a failure, they're like, okay, let's fix it. What happened? Maybe they don't even know how to help you fix it, but they're there for you. So it purifies the people around you. That will save you a lot of time. That will save you a lot of drama when you understand people's places in your life and treat them accordingly. I think one of the mistakes we make through life is having high expectations for people who are only in our lives for a season. That is something we do because of loyalty, because we love community, because we don't want contention or whatever reason that could be. Failure allows you to let people go freely. They show you their colors. Sometimes they don't even need to show you their colors. They just go themselves and you're like, did they ghost me? Where did they go? You know, because that failure shook your circle and exposed people's motives. It's, it's really important. And lastly, failure directs you. We talked about failure training you makes you capable. Directing you is when failure shows you where you should operate, where you should go, and where you should not go. You might be an amazing singer, but you should not sing maybe love songs. Maybe you should be singing songs about nature, okay? But you feel like, I'm amazing, I can sing anything, and you stick to the field where you're singing love songs because you're thinking, well, that works. And then you keep failing. People don't connect to your songs. Then you try singing about nature and it just blows up. You see, failure has shown you that this is not your space. Rather, the other space is yours. I'm not saying that just because you failed in something, you should move away from it. But failure has a way of showing you that, okay, move from plan A to plan B. Okay, move from this region to that region. Move from this to this. When you're building a business and you see, okay, my clients seem to be coming from the northern region and I'm in the south. You market it back and forth everywhere and the market is still in the north. It's showing you that you really need to focus, maybe even relocate to the north. You see? So failure is able to direct you. And if you have been in relationships, you also know that you can see and learn red flags. You can see that, okay, I like guys who are like this. But over these two relationships, the guys or girls that I have been with who have this character are doing this to me. So maybe I should back away from that characteristic. That's what failure does. It directs you. In conclusion, don't let failure be the end of your story. Failure is inevitable, but it is a blessing in so many ways. It is going to train you, make you better, make you wiser, and propel you forward towards the goals and ambitions that God has for your life. I hope this was helpful for you. If it was, do drop a comment and let me know what you thought about it. And also, like, share, and subscribe so that we can continue to grow this community of powerhouses that boldly achieve big things in their different spaces. I am here every week with a new episode, so stick around. And if you want to work with me, check the description box. There are links there that will lead you to some of my programs that will help you move your life forward. Connect with me across social media. I love to hear from you. So check me out. My name is Mavis Tandizo Ganjata across all social media platforms. I love to connect and hear from you. Until next time, see you soon. Bye-bye.